The current spoiler warning level is, Celeste. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Celeste. I bet you didn't know Celeste was a color. I didn't. Apparently, its hex code is B2FFFF. It's a sort of turquoise blue inspired by the color of the sky because we're talking about Ace Combat. So as far as spoilers, what we're going to be spoiling is uh, basically... The Ace Combat series, we are discussing mechanical details of important machines from Ace Combat 2 and Ace Combat 7, basically. Um, there is some discussion of, of other ones, and actually, at a certain point, we spoil the, the a big part of Ace Combat 3, which is a terrible game no one should play, um, at least not for the story, right? It's still Ace Combat, but good God, what a bad story. Anyway... Uh, if you're if you're worried about those things, which frankly you shouldn't be, I don't feel like Ace Combat's a series where you should you should care much about spoilers. But that's your call, not mine. So please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG, where we are examining the joints, and, uh, yep, that's the joint. I'm Zig Stabmar from Scanline Media. Uh, and I'm Dylan. Is your double Zeta Verka, is, is there a joint in front of you, or? Uh, yes, actually, there is the, um, so, I guess it's not really the joint, it's, um, I guess, by a certain definition, the part I'm, and I'm, involved with as a joint so i was building this um i've had house guests for three straight weeks it's been mm. frankly miserable um that's just listen oh, i no. like these people but it's just too long also a lot of them were little kids um family yeah uh -huh. yeah not not my choice to have this happen um <laughs> but <laughs> um so it just was a little exhausting um but at one point i was hanging out with one of my nephews and I was having them, I gave them the uh, HG Asmo Day, and they were building that while I was working on my uh, Double Zeta Verka. Um, and I finished building an arm, and then I paused and I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I remember there being, like, I, I built like a rocket nozzle and everything. Where did it all, and then I like, I like pushed on a part of the arm and it flipped around and turned into the big engine, and I was like, yo, that's sick. <laughs> I forgot how that worked. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a good transformation. Um, but yeah. Uh. It, it's a little too, it, it, you know, it's a little too much to be a believable protagonist shmup fighter, but it could be a shmup boss. Yeah. Uh, I've never transformed mine. Uh, I, ha I have the double Zeta Verka. I built it and I just never have transformed it. No G Fortress for you? No. Look, that's just how I go. I, I, there, it depends. Usually I try to transform a transformable kit at least once. The Double Zeta Verka is admittedly one of those ones where I was just like, you know what? Nah. Uh, same with the uh, V2, actually. Hmm. Like, the V2 Core Fighters I've obviously got, but you know what I mean? Like, I haven't done, like, 
what if I took some pictures of the top fighter attached in the bottom? Oh, I see what you mean. That. I was like, does it have a transformation? It's like, oh, you mean like the separated like flyer parts? Yeah, yes. exactly. Um, and of course, the V two comes with the uh, extra comes with an extra core fighter, which is cu- pretty cool actually. I like being able to display that. You know, in Star Fox Two, I have not played that one, but I know it's okay. on. Virtual well, then you're just, well, then you're just going to say yes to this. If you had some association, you might push back. So, Star Fox 2, um, one of the things they have is that you, the R-Wing can, like, the, sort of the wings can fold so that they are um, vertical, right? Oh, and it, and it walks on them like, uh, it, it's kind of like those, what are they, the things from uh, the, the droid ships in Star Wars. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's a good comparison, the droid fighters. Um... That's basically Gerwalk. Uh, you know? The way the cockpit's sticking out still. I mean, here's the thing. If I played it, I don't know if I would say that's wrong, because I, th- I think that is right. Yeah, it's just a case where you might have previous associations and want to push back, you know? You're like, wait, no. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, um, we're going to do our listener request list here, because we got, we got two episodes coming out the same week. Um, which we're probably going to do a little less of just for the sake of my... Okay. After... This will have already come out by the time this episode comes out. So I can say that, like, right now we're working on... We have made a bunch of decisions about changes to Scanline as far as not driving ourselves insane with the amount of work we do. Um, which is nice, because you do a lot of it. We do do a lot of it. Um, and I'm, I'm very proud of it and I'm, I, I don't like, I don't want to slow down too much, but it is a case where like, we were literally having a problem where we're like, okay, obviously we're going to try and only release podcasts on weekdays. And also we should probably only release one podcast a day or else it starts to cannibalize, you know, like the attention to the other ones. And they were like, wait, there aren't enough days in the month. That's like, okay, that means we're doing something wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i mean let's see how long we've been doing this show for a little while but we have a lot of episodes relatively it's like you know i, I think about podcasts that have started before us and we even on mechanista have managed to outstrip them in terms of time and length mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i mean i enjoy talking about robots but you know <laughs> of course yeah, the other day I was like, oh my god, there are as many episodes of Mechanista as there are of Bottle Crow. And I was like, wait, no. Bottle Crow's numbering is completely fucked. That's not true. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Bottle Crow has a bunch of episodes that are not numbered and some number, some episodes that are negative numbers because it's a nightmare show. Listen to Bottle Crow. It's a nightmare. Um, let's just go ahead and find out which half of the list we're working with. Yeah. It is the latter half get a d8 here also also minor thing on that real quick i was just gonna say here's the thing when i'm not on the show talking robots with you uh i'm generally uh talking with like a a regular occurrence at the house here is me grabbing an art book or something bringing it downstairs and be like let's all evaluate these mecha designs together or something (laughs) like this is just what i do all the time just just giving a sermon okay all right. No, 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 not a sermon. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I want to get everyone's input because it's fun when we, it's even fun when we disagree sometimes, but, you know. Well, let's see if we're going to disagree about... Oh. <laughs> All right. Give me, give me a, give me a number if it has one. It does. Okay. Uh, ADF01. 
this isn't a mobile suit, right? It's also sometimes called the ADF-01F, if that helps. It probably does. You probably got it now. Uh, is this a non-mecha one? This is a non-mecha. Yes. Uh, okay, why is that familiar to me? Fuck. Hold on, I'm thinking. Oh, it's going to be familiar to you. Thinking, I'm thinking. Uh, ADF01. Why do I know this? Uh, any other hints? I'm trying to think of a hint that would not be too big. Um, because, like, this is... Is this a video game design? This is a video game design, and... Is this Ace you... Combat? Yes, this is the ADF-01 Falcon. Okay, yes. Of the Strange okay. Reel. This explains... Okay. Yeah, I, I was I gonna say, like, is. it's tricky because it's, like, it's not an area your brain... Like, a category your brain is going to intuitively search. Yeah, but, but I do you, know this you know, number know because... It. Well, when you play the game, because uh, I actually was playing Ace Combat 7 the other day, when you play the game, it organizes them by this, you know, scheme. Mm-hmm. Um... And yeah, uh, God, ADF-01 Falcon. This is, yeah, no, the Falcon's great. Now, if we're following the rules of our show, comma, should we be talking about its prototypes first? Yes, we should. Because, okay, uh, because I, ironically enough, so I didn't play the game that introduced the Falcon, but I did play the game... I, I've played Ace Combat Zero and Ace Combat Seven. Those are the two I've played. And I thought, of course, I thought Zero introduced the Falcon. No. Oh no, it introduced in two. Yeah, yeah Zero uh, introduced the prototype of the Falcon because Zero's in the past. That has the Morgan. Uh, the O2 Morgan, I should say, I believe. Oh no, the O1 and the O2 are both in Ace Combat Zero. Okay. Um, yeah, I lo uh, and the Morgan's fun too, but we'll we'll talk about them. So I guess. We'll start with the O1 Morgan. Mm-hmm. ADFX01 Morgan. Yep. So, um... Thinking, uh... I'm, I'm looking over the history. Luckily, this actually has a pretty extensive wiki, so even if I can't remember the games because it's been a few years, it's like, oh, I can actually read this. So, okay, yeah, the ADF01... Uh, the ADF01 was never actually... ADFX01, sorry, uh, was never deployed in battle. Uh, basically, it was okay. So it existed in the game as the prototype, but it wasn't actually deployed. I was remembering that correct because I know the O2 Morgan is the more important one for the video game. Um, so let's look over the history. Uh, so. It was developed in 1985 by the Self-Belka Munitions Factory. Uh, Belka being... I'm trying to remember uh, if I can remember exactly which countries are which now. And which ones they are aligning to in the real world. Because even though Ace Combat takes place in a world called Strange Real, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing about Strange Real is... Still, basically, real life places, you know. Yeah, they're they're doing basically what they're doing is they're tr they're like 
taking it one step further than just like inventing a fictional, you know, South American country for their shooter or whatever. And they're inventing a whole fictional world that is like adjacent and reminiscent of our world, but still is allowed to have its own politics. Okay, yeah, looking at Belka, I believe uh, Belka is basically Germany. Yes, okay, yeah, because Belka is the one that uh, is, uh, originally it was basically Nazi Germany. It was a fascist government that took over during a national crisis. Um, okay, yeah, I do remember this. Okay, um, so yeah, this is developed that would actually explain things like the falcon also using german names um anyway this was designed as the first advanced domination fighter which is what the adf stands for mm -hmm. uh these are produced by grunder industries i believe that would be pronounced grunder um then um Basically, they are all things that are meant to have, like, they're basically designed to be, you know, some kind of, like, don't want to say, like, a one-man army, but they they tend to have, like, a super weapon or some kind of super advanced feature. You know, these are meant mm -hmm. to be, like, real big hitters. Um, so, with the ADFX-01 Morgan, what we get is, I'm going to take a look at what its equipment is it does have the tactical laser system right? i'm betting that's what makes it you know be the yeah that's one. it's its main thing is it's got this um yeah the tactical laser system this one's the zoe site um and it's very noticeable if you look at this aircraft because it looks like i mean it's a slightly strange looking design for an aircraft it's its mm -hmm. engines are much bigger than you would expect for a fighter jet and its uh tail fins are swept inward but the real thing is between those two is this giant fucking like black like yeah mounted laser if you didn't know better you would think it was a huge camera yeah here's the thing um i love when they make original designs in uh ace combat because i i, I mean here's the thing I, I think jets have a cool aesthetic to them you know it's just yeah. a thing. Uh, so I like when there's originals, so I feel less bad about liking them. Though, to be fair, some of my favorite... Uh, look, I, I think my favorite non-original uh, jet would still be, like... I, I like the... Um, let me make sure I'm getting the number right. I believe it's the MiG-29. Yes, the MiG-29. Um, but, uh... Yeah, no, the, the Morgan's a cool-looking jet. I like the swept-inward wings, these... The big round engine ports on the back, like, they're very rounded on the top and large. Um, also, the wings themselves uh, are, you know, swept forward as well, um, just mm -hmm. like the main wings. Uh, it's just a cool-looking design. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the the tactical laser system, though, is literally just, like, just a big-ass laser. Like, it looks like, you know, this, to me, looks like it, it is a realistic like depiction of a laser like uh what you would have to do for a high-powered laser you know mm -hmm. um just this big thing on the back of it um it is removable but you know that's the whole point of it so no point of in not having that on there if we're naming just favorite fighter jets by the way i am i am a fan of the sukov su-33 that's a winner i believe i've seen okay I, I tend to prefer specifically air superiority fighters because they're just like sleek, fast little guys. That's great. 
Yeah. Um. But yeah, the 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 Morgan is just a cool design, and the O one Morgan though is yeah the this is like supposed to be the big prototype of the O two. Um. Now. The the O2 they're basically twins it mentions but the thing is the O2 has reinforced airframes and can actually carry multiple weapons. I'm assuming that on this one uh it just has uh I mean in the picture we see it does have the missiles and it does have the uh TLS the tactical laser system mm-hmm. but I'm I'm curious if I'm I'm trying to look at like the bio like what's going on with that uh it does have uh it does have electronic warfare it does have an ew system Mm -hmm. um trying to see though i i'm guessing when it mentions uh carrying multiple weapon systems simultaneously uh i mean if if you look at the o2 morgan you can just see that it has extra hard points yeah it, it, it has like yeah you know what i think the the o2 morgan you know what it can do it can do something that in in Ace Combat generally, uh, when I've played it, you usually just can equip only like two like side weapons, right? Like you can equip like like there's a few things where you can equip like two types of missiles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking that the O2 Morgan, especially because it's not playable, actually gets three because it looks like it has bombs, it has missiles, and it has the TLS. Mm-hmm. which would also explain why it's not playable so it feels like the o1 is basically so that they can make a playable one that works within the the logic of how the, you play the game you know mm-hmm. uh so okay i understand now uh but yeah the 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 o1 morgan uh the uh, the only real canon appearances are it was flown in an air show uh along with the adf one falcon and the xo2 wyvern uh which are all by Grinder. Uh, now, it does mention the Infinity Universe, but that's got its own thing. Infinity was that weird free-to-play game. Right. That, yes. uh, you know, just kind of did its own thing. It's did its own thing, but separate from the portable games, which also did their own things. Which is kind of funny. Um, there, mm-hmm. are, there are multiple universes within uh, Ace Combat. Uh, there, there are even multiple Strange Reels. It's fine. Um, but yeah, no, uh, when we get, I guess we'll just swap to talking about the O2 then, just because the O2, very similar design, but Mm -hmm. again, it's carrying all of its equipment. And this one I can explain a little bit more because you get to do some cool shit with this one. Uh, namely a really cool duel at the end of the game. Interestingly, Um, we do actually have better art of, of the O1 because it got to be DLC in seven, um, and the two didn't. Yeah. Um. So, these two are very similar-looking machines, so probably a lot of this will will be very similar, but just uh, note that if there are any discrepancies, it's I will be at least mostly referencing the look of the O1. Yeah. Uh, honestly, their designs from the exterior, looking at them, though, even, like... Because I believe the O2 Morgan appeared in Infinity and stuff with some of these pictures. They're basically the same design. Like, I mean, yeah, the, the way they describe it, as I say, bombs. is the extra hard points and, and a reinforced airframe, and otherwise it should be basically the same design. Mm-hmm. The O2 Morgan uh, 1 has a really cool color scheme, because this one is used specifically by um, our good friend, uh, 
Oh, why am I spacing on his name? Oh, no. Uh, Larry Folk. Uh, AKA Solo Wing. Uh, Solo Wing Pixie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he basically, at one point... So, his colors are white with a single red wing. This is because... This is where he gets his nickname, Solo Wing. Uh, at one point, he survived his plane getting its wing blown off and managed to land it afterwards and, you know, not die. Uh, so it became, <laughs> it became a, a, a thing for him to, you know, paint a red wing on his uh, machines, which I think is really cool. And this is, you know, like, I think anyone listening, most people listening probably know this, right? But uh, a plane with one wing is not a plane because it doesn't fly anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> So that's very impressive. You know, modern craft, I, it would at least be possible because you'd have enough thrust to make it up. But And, and, and this was not nightmares. like a small prop plane, which I, I think has a bit more control. He was fi- flying an, F, uh, an F-15C Eagle. Uh, yeah, that's hellish. <laughs> uh, a, a jet and managed to land with a single wing, which is, uh, it's, you know. The amount of, like, genuinely, like... It would be easier with no wings because it would be so inclined to just spiral. To spiral, yeah, to just start spinning. Um, Christ. Ridiculous. Uh, Ace Combat, okay, so the thing about Ace Combat, it's basically just doing a mecha thing but without the mecha. It's just going, well, what if we just kept them as jets? Because, I mean, you know, people joke about, you know, mechs being tanks, but a lot of mecha are more like jets i think honestly if we think about the way that they are deployed and like the speed of them and whatnot mm-hmm. I-, I think there's a lot of mecha that are more akin to jets than planes not all of them obviously but you know sure it's a genre yeah uh so during the final mission uh after larry folk uh joins a world with no boundaries uh which is the uh organization he joins uh it, 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 which basically their whole thing is to quote unquote eliminate national borders. Uh, their their whole thing was after the Belka War. They were like, well, this happened because of ultra nationalists and like you know border disputes and stuff. What if mm. we like force the world to not have that? What if we basically just demolished all the state like the these states? Now, they're not, like, strictly anarchist. Uh, Larry Folk, if you want to be generous, uh, and I believe the wiki even mentions it, seems to express some, um, uh, s- some, like, m- basically, they're, he's anti-authority, but in, like, a Marxist way. You know, in, in a specific Marxist way. Like, anti-bourgeois. <laughs> um... Mm-hmm. But yeah, he wants to launch a V2, though, which, uh, the, a, a V2, um, that I believe is armed with a bunch of nukes. Yes, numerous nuclear warheads, uh, each of which is launched at an individual target when the V2 re-enters the atmosphere. So it's basically like the V2 would launch into space, descend, and then just fire out a bunch of nukes onto a bunch of locations all at once to basically destabilize the world at this point. Um, mm-hmm. you are trying to stop this, uh, because, you know, it's a video game. This is, this is the bad guy thing to do. Uh, even though the, the world in Ace Combat is a very shitty place. So part of me goes, you know, I can't entirely disagree with the world with no boundaries, but anyway, um, 
look, it's just how it is. Uh, you you enter this battle with them though, and you get you get to do a really cool thing where the main weakness of the Morgan because of its reinforced uh, airframe is to actually shoot the intakes. It does have are, huge intakes, which are located on the bottom. Here's the thing. That means you have to fly head to head. This is not normally a good idea to do in a jet. No. But you have to do this in this duel. So you get this cool duel uh, as Spanish guitar plays uh, where you are literally just having to fly head to head and like launch your missiles at the last second so they'll keep hitting the front. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, very anime fight. Uh, I love it. Uh... But yeah, basically, um, you, you you eventually win. Uh, he does survive though. Larry Folk does survive, and then becomes like a merc. Basically, just starts fighting around the world. Um, sure, sure. Well, because they Ace Combat Zero has live action voice actors, or live action actors, they should just say. So that's why he you know has a real life appearance. Uh, because the game is shot about everyone talking about you because this is like a part of history that isn't like super well explained so you have a journalist that's or not even a journalist i believe they're like a military person going around interviewing soldiers to figure out what was going on in the conflict and they're talking about your player character mm -hmm. and that includes at the end you know talking to larry folk um it's a really neat game i want to replay it it's been a few years now it's been like six four, or no four years i think um, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the, uh, Morgan, though, just a really cool super advanced jet that has a giant laser on the top of it, and it's, the way it activates is it basically turns on, fires, and holds for a few seconds, and if it's held on you for a few seconds, uh, you, it's going to destroy your jet very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um. And obviously, for game purposes, infinite ammo, um, though, of course, it, you know, has a battery, but, you know. Yeah. Um, um, looking at the design of the Morgan itself, it's a very long, thin, uh, craft. It does have, uh, forward swept wings, which, mm -hmm. you know, not unheard of, but it is, it is a rarity. Um, it's going to give it like really great maneuverability, um, and, and able to handle very steep angles, but it also sort of increases instability. Yeah. Which I guess here's the thing, especially if this is being made... It, it uh, I mean, it's not provided, I don't think, to Larry, is the thing, right? It was stolen, yeah, it was mm. stolen. But here's the thing, if you're gonna give it to any pilot, you may as well give it to someone who managed to land a one-winged craft, you know? Sure, yeah, it, it is, you know... has sort great of control. The quintessential, like, ace machine in that it is too hard to pilot if you're not very skilled. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. Uh... So, yeah, basically what happens then is uh, Grinder Industries recovers the ADFX-02's remains from the Avalon Dam. Uh, they, they actually take the flight recorder, which survived. Uh, and they use the data from the flight recorder to create what we rolled this episode, the Falcon. Uh, the Falcon, when you look at this now, this is a very obviously advanced jet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... The design of this thing is pretty ridiculous. Uh, the rear half of it is actually pretty similar to the Morgan, right? It's got the swept forward wings. It's got, like, the little uh, tail, the swept inward uh, tail fins. Um, 
similarly like kind of large engines they're a bit more squared yeah i mean it looks a, a lot of this silhouette is clearly much more like shaped in order to mask it from radar yeah uh the other addition is on the front you have two wings that are like two little small wings that are um located to the left and right of the cockpit that are swept up a little bit uh and then i believe it, it has like a does it have like a central bottom wing of when it's in flight i believe yeah it's a it's a it's a central bottom like basically a tail fin um i'm assuming that's for stabilization that is retractable as well the you can see it on the main picture oh yeah there, yeah i mean it's it's like going down like the rudder of a ship like cutting into the air interesting yeah um and you also may notice the cockpit does not look like a normal cockpit. It doesn't have glass, you know. Yeah. Uh, it just has a bunch of these cameras. That's because it has the connection for flight interface system, where it is a control system where a human can use the aircraft with their thoughts or body movements. No glass canopy. Uh, instead, uh, it just has sensors that basically give it almost like a Gundam-like panoramic cockpit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe not quite as extreme, but, you know, really high-quality images all around of the whole thing. Um, and it can apparently transmit these directly into the pilot's mind. It can also do, like, radio waves and, and uh, infrared. So, like... You could switch your cockpit so that you are just looking around your cockpit out out the out the you know out of it and seeing infrared, which is a pretty like I was at first a little disapproving. I'm like, sure, this gives you extra protection for the pilot, but like, tell me you can purge this off when there's glass or something. And it's like, well, if the trade-off is you can see radio waves and infrared, a good pilot could do a lot with that. So I guess it's yeah. worth it. Um, of course. This is a more rudimentary version on the uh, Falcon. Uh, and then there's, of course, another jet that is unrelated, uh, the XFA-27, uh, which was also an Ace Combat 2. It also used the coffin system, though it still had a glass canopy as a safety. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh... Now, where this really goes into, like, full nonsense adoption is with a certain game called Ace Combat 3, Electrosphere. Which, as Ace Combat fans would know, is a weird game. Because that's the one that takes place in the 2030s. Okay. And it has a bunch of super advanced jets. But it's the third game, so what ha- And, not to mention, I think the game kind of has, like, an infamous US version where they changed things a lot. Uh, okay, yeah, in the international version, it, it has a, none of the characters' backstories or endings. Uh, there are some portions of the Japanese version story, I believe. I don't remember what exactly happened. It It's missing a bunch of content. Oh, right, here's why. Because in Japan, it was a two-CD game. Overseas, it was a one-CD game. Mm. So... I, I guess with the overseas translation, they're like, how do we just fit all of this onto one disc? So they had to remove a bunch of the story and voice acting and all that. And, you know. Uh, yeah, Namco decided to lighten the budget by ditching 
all or most most of the plot content for the non-Japanese release. Um, it did get eventually a fan translation that I want to try. Uh, but yeah, I do know the game is like a weird, like very future uh, game, like in the universe. Mm-hmm. So it's and it's kind of funny because like Ace Combat Zero obviously is called that because it's set before everything else. But even Ace Combat Four is set before Three. You know, Three is just like the one outlier that's like way in the future. Um. Anyway, yeah, so the the Falcon has the coffin system, uh, enclosed cockpit, no glass canopy, can literally see visible light, infrared, and radio waves, uh, and is able to receive all these in the mind, has a neural interface, which is just ridiculous. Um, It does still appear to have those exposed, uh, like, engine intakes. Is that still a weak point, or do we not really know? Uh, I don't know for sure. Uh... I didn't actually play Ace Combat 2, so I don't know if this is a thing that came from Ace Combat 2 where it's like, oh yeah, you have to fight head-on as well. Because, again, that was like the big deal in Ace Combat 0 is, oh, you have to literally fly head-on because that that's a dangerous way to fl- fly, fly in jets. You generally want to either get behind someone or be at an angle to them, but you do not want to be flying towards each other because there's a high odds you'll just both kill each other. Yeah. And that's not usually a desirable outcome for either side. I mean, to be to be fair, like, it's... I, uh, of course, for a great dramatic moment, we all suspend disbelief, but uh, it is incredibly hard to believe that it has armor good enough that a missile would not hurt it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so probably they just... Pl- planes, planes actually are quite... They're they're not unarmored, but they are definitely not. They're not flying tanks, you right, know. Right. So I I could also imagine them being like, listen, we did this for the finale, and it was sick as shit. But like, obviously, if these things are sort of seeing normal combat, you can shoot them down. It just happens. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So trying to think of what else. Uh, still has the TLS. It has a different TLS system. The TLS system is in the mouth of the uh, plane. Is the best way I could word that. Um, I'm trying to see if there's actually a good picture on the wiki, uh, but I, I definitely have taken screenshots of it. So uh, hold on, let me grab that. It's funny you should say mouth because ordinarily people would say nose, right? But the thing is, this like opens the up way split. to shoot yeah. the laser and then closes back up because, and the reason it does that is to maintain a stealth silhouette when it's not firing. But yeah. Because uh, I think this that the game is a really good looking game. So uh, I've taken some. Uh, screenshots in ace combat 7 of me flying the falcon and there's the you can see the tls there though yeah just the the front of it splits open here's the thing it's not the nose itself though right it is true at the bottom so it does even look more so like a mouth too which is pretty fun yeah it is it is like the bottom slides down as like a jaw to fire this laser and then it closes back up also the laser does my favorite laser thing which is it makes the highest pitched fucking most like kind of annoying sound even but it's a sound that feels appropriate for like firing a high-powered laser so i like it i also Um, really appreciate how the looking at the the beam being fired the laser effect doesn't start until a little bit off the barrel which is pretty cool yeah it's always a good oh yeah uh here's a good view of um if you look at the front of it also you can see a very good uh view of the inside there Mm, yeah this game rules, by the way. Ace Combat 7 is just a very... I, I, I posted it the other day on a co-host, and uh, I was like, you know, I normally am not like one to be like ooh-eyeing over like realistic graphics, 
But when it comes to vehicular combat games, it's hard not to be like, damn, this is a pretty game, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, the, so it has the laser in the mouth, uh, which is, you know, it's primary cool thing. Um, I will, the, that, um, it, 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 you can see that the laser is flanked by two uh, machine guns. Um, yes. The Morgan used a 30 millimeter. Um, I'm going to assume this is still using a 30 millimeter. Um, I would assume, uh, the other note about the Falcon's machine gun, though, is its machine gun uh, fires ridiculously fast, uh, compared to, like, other planes that you would play as. Hmm. Like, it is, it, it, it feels like it hits real hard, uh, compared to other machine guns. Okay, Um, well, I don't know, then. I mean, you know, the other thing is, of course, we're dealing with a fictional plane, and they could have invented fictional weapons, so. (laughs) That's the thing. I mean, it could still be a 30 millimeter. It just fires. Yeah, I mean, you know, the 30 millimeter that is mounted on a real plane is the Gao 8A Avenger, which is on the A10 Thunderbolt 2, um, which I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen, you know, the A10 Thunderbolt, right? I think I think I do. I, 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 let me see. That's that's the real big friend with the huge Gatling gun on the front. And if you fire that thing, the plane oh. bucks in midair. Because yeah, it's got so much goddamn. I guess recoil. this is like probably a video game conceit. Is that generally I don't think the machine guns on uh, planes in like Ace Combat. Actually, thinking about it, because I have played War Thunder, uh, machine guns on real planes they fire so many bullets. Whereas in Ace Combat, it feels like the only things that count are the quote unquote tracers. Yeah, but that's not really it. It's just you know they fire more slowly. But I yeah, mean, in... that's the thing in a lot of games. The thing is, in real life, guns fire really fucking fast. And if you represented that in a game, it would just be really hard to handle. Yeah, because I'm like thinking I'm like, because of course, uh, I, I, I like I like I, I wanted to play. I, the reason I started playing War Thunder actually was because I didn't have Ace Combat. And I was like, I want to play a game that has aerial fighting. Mm. Let's play this and I'll just play some Soviet like planes because that'll feel fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Hopefully I get to shoot down Nazis, that means. And uh, basically what I learned is even in like something like the the one plane that I'm that I use, which I'm basing on the exact name of right now because there's a couple. But one of the ones I use has a 20 millimeter cannon that has 540 ammo. And it can basically go through all that ammo in less than a minute. Uh, and it has three machine guns. Yeah. It goes through the ammo pretty quickly, though. And it fires pretty fast. Um. To the point where you actually don't want to sustain fire because apparently it causes guns to jam. Yeah, you just want to do little bursts. Yep. If you if, listen, if you hit if you hit them, they are going to go down. It you don't his, need his to. Combat keep did hitting. not prepare me for an aircraft simulator. I'll word it that way. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. Anyway. Uh, moving on though. Yeah. So, uh, the Falcon does just have usually like you know. One, it's still one special weapon besides the TLS, uh, or it has the missiles besides, mm-hmm. and then you either have the, the TLS, uh, though it's other optional weapons are either, uh, four target air to air missiles. So basically it can lock on to up to four jets at once, which is pretty good. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, and then the other one the is the fuel air explosive bomb. Uh, which is an air-to-ground weapon from Ace Combat uh, 4 onwards. It is a thermobaric weapon. So, it is a bomb that you drop, and it 
does a very large radial explosion. And if I remember right, it lasts for a moment as well, because thermobaric. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is yeah. by, we've talked about you know some some sci-fi tech and stuff. This is just real. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, Ace Combat, for all of that it is basically you know an anime, uh, does still do some you know real things. But um, mm-hmm. if you if you've ever heard of the Moab, that's a type of. Uh, fuel air bomb but yeah so the the falcon is pretty cool though um looking at the uh times it was engaged okay so oh also at one point it was actually uh, piloted by i believe an ai the zone of endless ai which is a hell of a name zoe uh no relation i assume no relation to zone of the enders at all um (laughs) ben ben kainanko is like tm 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 (laughs) Uh, well, it existed before Zone of the Enders, I believe, because it was introduced in Ace Combat 2. Huh, fair so, enough. So, yeah, Zoe, yeah, the Zoe system is a, a a group of recurring secret aces in Ace Combat 2. If you shoot down each Zoe aircraft, because there are, I guess, multiple aircraft that they are testing the Zoe on, including, like, an F-14A Tomcat, a uh, F-18E Super Hornet, etc., before it ends finally with the Falcon. Um, so that's, that's interesting. Uh, but, um, yeah, the, um, oh, it also has jamming and backwards fire technology. I'm curious what the backwards fire is. Can it fire the machine gun backwards? I would assume it would be the missiles, not the. Oh, just being able to fire the missiles backwards. I guess that makes sense. I mean, you could, you could pivot them on the hard point. That is impressive. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, in September eighteenth, nineteen ninety eight, the Zoe equipped Falcon engaged in battle against the Scarface Squadron over Fortress Intolerance. Despite its technological superiority, Phoenix managed to best. I'm assuming Phoenix is the uh, player character. Yes, okay, or Scarface one. Um, gets a sick emblem because everyone gets a cool emblem in a. Uh, Ace Combat. Mm-hmm. What generation um, of fighter is the Falcon considered in Ace Combat? Oh, because I, I know, know I know the the Morgan is four point five. Does it make it a five? I guess this would just be a fifth generation. Let me see. Uh, I'm double checking. Uh, I'm not actually seeing it mentioned what generation it would be but i would assume probably a fifth generation given that it's not like it's made that many years later right right but it the, also the morgan's in jump. 1995 and this is deployed by 1998 so this is only three years later yeah but it's if you consider the morgan a half step to the falcon then you have to kind of consider the falcon to be the new start of a new generation yeah um so the, the the Falcon that was deployed with the Zoe was destroyed. Uh, it's unclear if Grinder managed to recover the aircraft's remains from the fortress or if any other first-generation models were built, but the plans were never scrapped. They started working on a second version of it, wherein a tactical laser pod would be integrated inside the body. Oh, so I believe the... Okay, so the original Falcon that appeared did not actually have the laser system, it seems. Mm. It was just a really cool advanced jet that was just cool advanced then they added a laser to it later on okay 
Um, let's see. Well, do you want to move on to it's uh well first of all we have some uh some other variants we have the Adlers yep. we have the Adlers and then the Ravens and yeah so let's go for yeah the those, I the guess. Ravens are full on successors the Ravens are seventh generation fighters so that's a jump yeah so we'll do that right, we'll do the Adlers so first the Adlers are attacker variants of the Falcon um I don't remember what that means. In terms of airplanes, I believe attackers are focused on are attackers ground combat or yeah, they're 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 surface they're they're air to surface. Okay, um, so yeah, they are. So these are ground combat focused ones. I believe these are the ones that are sub. They 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 use um a unique weapon. Yes, the burst missile, Ooh. which is uh, a, a, a warhead that explodes in a powerful. Airburst is typically accompanied by a distinctive flash of light. Um, so burst warheads, uh, it says the combined power of multiple burst warheads is strong enough to just sink an aircraft carrier single-handedly, which, uh, considering aircraft carriers. So we, we talked about armored, right? Mm -hmm. Things in the air, the least armor. Things on the ground, a fair amount of armor. Aircraft carriers, probably the most armor. They're they're basically very thick and big. It's it's right? kind of ridiculous because I mean you get the impression looking at them that it's like this is just a floating building and yes, yes it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the um so various types of missiles can carry burst warheads, including cruise missiles, ballistic missiles, etc. Uh, I'm wondering if burst missiles are are. It, I don't know enough about real life combat. It mentions the an airburst though. What is an airburst? Uh, you already talked about an airburst. You detonate it in the air. Oh, okay. That's a, that's all it, it means. It's 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 a, it's specifically you were detonating it above the target to have the explosion kind of envelop them. Um, it's it's. I, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's ex it's exploding the thing ahead of time to have them like. Okay. Right. It's it's huh. sort of a difference of like of like armor penetration versus area of effect yeah because normally when you're firing a missile into something it's so it penetrates a little bit and then explodes and then that shrapnel does a bunch of damage and all that and the explosion does damage to the inside of it this right. is just using this is just weaponizing only the explosion itself it's the same principle as a fuel air bomb yeah okay and just instead of hitting the ground with it you're hitting something in the air okay i understand now um oof that's scary uh but yeah, so the Adler, um, uh, apparently the Adler, so it appears in, it looks like supplemental content for Ace Combat 5, but it, the, the game, they didn't finish making, like, implementing it into the game, so it didn't, it wasn't playable. Mm -hmm. Um, the Adler, though, basically is, you, you can see the design on the ADA-01B, because mm -hmm. the 01A and 01B are pretty similar, um. The O1B uh, replaces. Let's see, what is the SDBM? Hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, the SDBM is a oh full name unknown. We don't know what it stands for. It's it's their it's the burst missile. It's the burst missile though. Yeah, it's an experimental burst missile. Uh, so they replace that with a multi-purpose burst missile uh, on the uh, O1B, which is. I'm assuming can be used for ground or air if it's multi-purpose. <laughs> yeah, one imagines. Yeah. Uh, 
but still an air burst weapon, so works the same way. Anyway, the Adler's difference, though, is um, from the Falcon, this has much larger wings, and they're not, um, these are swept back normally instead of forward. It also has extended tail wings. Basically, it looks like this is probably, I'm assuming because this is still going to be used for ground, like, more ground-oriented combat, this focuses more on stability rather than control, mm -hmm. like the uh, Falcon. This has a lot more of a flat profile, basically, and has a lot more horizontal wings going on, and the wings are designed in a more traditional way, so I'm assuming this is meant just purely for stability rather than... It's I'm funny you should say that wings stuff. are built in a more traditional way. It's not that you're wrong, but if you look at the tips of the wings, they are, you know... Strange, because they have these, like, little zigzags. Right, they have a sort of a zigzagging, like, like waveform uh, edge to them, which, of course, is to, you know, again, to defeat radar, but it just, it looks very striking. Yeah. Yeah. Th this is a very strange-looking jet. <laughs> um... The, the funny thing is, it does carry the, uh, so the MPBM missiles are big, so it basically just houses them in the, in, in the entire container that is used for the, uh, the laser system in the Falcon. Mm -hmm. That's just a giant-ass bomb, or missile, I should say. Yeah. Um. It has such oh. a huge wingspan, though. Yeah. Big wingspan. Uh, this is just a big, uh, just a big thing. I also um, really like you get the top view of it in the gallery here and you can see the sort of like like I assume a, an attempt to like to mask the thermal uh signature the venting on the back of the of the engines looks really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. So yeah, the Falcon is like this super advanced uh what if you could have a stealth plane that was also, like, able to just take out whatever it needs, and the Adler is just a... What if instead of having a laser, it had a real big bomb? Uh, to be fair, we have that. It's called the F-22 Raptor. Yeah, well, look, I don't know enough about real-life jets. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the time, it was fiction. Uh, just, like, I mean, of course, the F-22 was being made, but... Um... The fact that a piece of military hardware is being made does not make it not fiction. That's true. That's so. true. <laughs> Sometimes they become not fictional, and it would have been much better if they had just stayed fictional, given how much money was spent on them. Uh, I, 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 know. I know you're Bradley Bugaboo. I, I'm surprised you're not on the F-35 Lightning II by uh, now. Well, I was going to say, well, I know about the Bradley, and I know about that, that one too, though. Is it the F-35, the one that yep. had, like, trillions drained into it? Oh, yeah. I mean... It is, if you consider the F-22 to be our, our Falcon, then the uh, F-35 is our Adler, um, but also, good God. <laughs> they're, they're like, don't worry, we expect them to be fully operational by 2070. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it was only a $1.7 trillion spent on that. Yeah. Now, uh, listen, when a general gets a hard-on for something, uh, nothing else matters. Apparently not. Um, so, next up we start having some weird ones. Uh, we have the ADFX 10F Prototype Raven first. Um, so, this is a precursor and prototype to the ADF uh, 11 Raven. Mm -hmm. Or... Uh, ADF-11F Raven, I should say. 
Um, it's testing the feasibility of combining separate cockpit and body units to create a single aircraft. So the cockpit and body are actually a combined form on this. Gatai? Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, it basically, uh, it, it doesn't have a laser weaponry or anything, just has quick maneuver air-to-air missiles. Uh, and it's just made for air-to-air combat. Uh, but yeah, this is basically like a separate unit. I don't remember what the point of this is again i know the the the, well the raven does some weird shit with it if i remember right though i believe the raven's a drone the raven um they have manned models but is primarily fielded as a drone yeah yeah um I mean, okay. if, if you remember, like, from the game, when you encounter these things, not only is it like, oh, man, they're, you know, like, they're superhuman and they're, like, they're piloting ability, which is, of course, because they're drones and thus they're supposed to be mm-hmm. perfect. But also, it, the, you have your fellow pilots being like, this thing does not move like an airplane. Yeah. Oh, also, okay, cool. The prototype Raven doesn't appear in the game, I don't think. Uh, what does is just its cockpit. The oh. ADFX-10. Okay, this, yes, just the UAV of it. Okay. Mm-hmm, because this can, this be part of them being able to separate is it's not just they can combine. The cockpit on its own can fly around as a, as a aircraft. Yeah. Basically, uh, the wings, uh, it, 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 this is a very strange thing. <laughs> the ADFX-10. Mm-hmm. This is a weird looking thing. Uh... This is starting to ex- approach, like, electrosphere type of designs when we were talking about that, because I do know about those designs. Uh, the, the, the aircraft is only referred to as unknown in the mission where you battle it. So, didn't even know the numbers for it and stuff. Um, so, yeah. This is, um, you know, a cockpit. Uh, that was meant for the prototype Raven. Oh, uh, fuck off. I'm what? sorry. I just looked up Electrosphere and I... You know the twist of Electrosphere? No. So the story is centered around the inner corporate war in 2040. And then at the end of the game, it's like, okay, this was all a simulation. Good job, everyone. Oh. Fucking remove that story. Who cares? Fuck you. I hate that shit. Star Ocean till the end of time, eat my ass. Fair. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So you played Ace Combat 7 as well, and I think yeah. probably more recently than me. Um, With with the ADFX-10, I forget, did this thing just basically appear in a mission, do some weird shit, and then you were like, whoa, and destroyed it? You, 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 uh, I believe... In the, in the first mission where it appears, they tell you to destroy it, and it is given such ridiculous maneuverability specs that it's not fucking possible. Um, oh, you okay, it's a test flight. You're like, you're, 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 um, okay, it's do it. they're doing a test flight at a base, uh, and it was pursued by the Cyclops squadron. And, and then... it's like, it doesn't matter if you get a lock, your missiles will not fucking hit this thing. Okay. And then... We have the more major one for the story, which is the ADF-11F Raven, a seventh generation fighter. Yeah, you do get to get one of the ADF-X-10s. I just don't think it's in its first appearance. Yeah. Um. So originally, the ADF-11F was unplayable. It was exclusively as an enemy unit. Um. Then it was released as DLC later. Uh, mm-hmm. So it is two... 
of things. It is the raw F body, which I believe is the same body that the uh, ADF-10 is using, right? They're all using, like, that raw F body. It's I just believe the that's nose correct. unit is yeah. different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it has an ADF-11 nose unit. Uh, so it's, like, a weird two-unit thing. Uh, and it kind of bears some resemblance to the Falcon. Like, you can see it has, like, the same camera setup on the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see how it's related. Uh, the the back of it, obviously, much more sleek. Uh, it has very similar engines to the Falcon with, like, that same kind of, like, design for the uh, thrusters on the back. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Much smaller intakes, though. Um, and yeah. Uh, the Raven's cool. It looks cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it has a... Oh, sorry. It's like it. I, I would say like the the um, the F unit um has like more like honestly the raw F has more realistic wings compared to the Falcon. Um, they are sort of like they are like broad, like thick, very broad short wings. back wings. Yeah, that are more more um more representative of modern thinking about a high speed uh fighter. Um. But otherwise, it is very loyal to the to the aesthetic and, and design sensibilities of the original Falcon. Yeah. So when they are combined, though, um, it has it has a tactical laser system in the mouth, just like the Falcon, even like same design. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have quick maneuver air to air missiles. Uh, it doesn't have a machine gun. The nose unit has the raw F has a a pulse laser cannon on it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it also, yeah, stealth capabilities. So it can, uh, it, the, the wing unit provides stealth capabilities that mask even the attached ADF 11 from radar until the nose unit detaches. Um, so yeah. I didn't notice before that it basically has like a, a pair of like sub wings that are like reverse goal wings. Yeah. They're very strange. They are very strange. I wonder what the, mechanical purpose of that even is but um, i don't know um, no, no they are cool i also like that they are like they are so fast and so high altitude that they are like if you look at their skins there is one that is a shiny red skin which is a shout out to you know the original the zone of endless yeah. um all the others are white various shades of white because it's like no this thing's always going to be in the clouds it's always going to be above you fuck you <laughs> so funny because some of these like i'm like zooming through them and it's like yeah these are the four, skin four five and six are almost indistinguishable from one another mm-hmm. um which is very funny to me um but yeah so uh this such a strange idea to be able to detach the two halves i know like i get why especially because technically speaking you're then making, like, in the case of them being both, you know, like, drone-controlled, they can suddenly become, like, much more maneuverable and, like, you know... I imagine decreasing the area of the of the jet, right? Mm-hmm. By, de- de- like, taking off the nose and the rear part would mean both are now super maneuverable fighters. They might not be, like, as fast necessarily initially, though, of course, they are weird future tech, so they are still fast. Um... But they also are able to, like, rotate very quickly and whatnot. And in the case of the nose, the nose is where the tactical laser system and the air-to-air missiles are. So 
the nose drone is able to basically pop off and basically just kill whatever it needs to from a human. Yeah. I mean, I think the the only part of it that really beggars belief, I think like you look at it and you're like, okay, this makes sense. Like you attach to the, to the, you know, to the base for extra like speed and not maneuverability. You are more maneuverable as a drone, but basically just like speed. Right. And also carrying extra warheads and stuff. Um, The thing that does beggar belief is when you just look at the ADFX 10 and you're like, this thing does not have an engine. Yeah. And even the 11. Yeah. Like, not really much of an engine going on there. No, not really. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's kind of hard to, like, you know, you accept it's a video game, whatever. But that thing, at least on the 11, you can see an engine. It is small. It would not be able to move this thing with any real speed. But, um, yeah. Um, interestingly, though, looking at it also, uh, forgot, apparently that it also has a laser, a pulse laser on the ADF-11 as well as the RAW-F. So technically it also, they, it gets double the pulse lasers when it's, you know, attached. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very funny that it's using pulse lasers. I've been playing a lot of, it's not the same. I've been playing a lot of Battletech. This is a very different kind of pulse laser. <laughs> This basically yeah. operates as a laser machine gun in Ace Combat, whereas a pulse laser in Battletech is you are pulsing a beam in order to, I believe, do more damage to a single spot quickly while not expending as much heat because you're turning it on and off. Right, repeatedly. right. I mean, that's a, the the thing is, um, it's it's because of it's because Battletech is like, no, it's a laser. There's not going to be any travel time on this. Don't be silly. Yeah. Um. So, also going on with this, though, it can carry uh, weapon UAVs uh, or MQ-99s, which are a special, like... <laughs> Obviously, the one with the model number is the cool UAV is the thing, right? Like, in terms of the, the one that you fight and is strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, there are two types of UAVs. Weapon UAVs uh, and uh, MQ-99s. And so it can carry those. So, basically... This is like, what if your drone had was able to carry multiple drones and split apart? Is the whole thing with the Raven going on. They did have to make a piloted version because, you know, they made it playable for the players. So it's like, oh, there were also some special versions that were, you know, usable by people. Um, but in reality, like, the idea of this is basically, you know, kind of just dragging drone warfare into... Uh, ace combat story and being like okay we're gonna ace combat it up so what if instead of a drone you had a drone that was a jet that is made of two parts that could carry two more drones and uh one is armed with a laser uh the other has uh, one is armed with a tactical laser system the other with a pulse laser and then the little ones i don't remember what the mq99s carry um uh fuck all i mean they're like uh, to you know to the game's credit it does oh, they carry portray them one as... to two yeah one to two heat seeking missiles for air to air and combat, a single or... barreled auto cannon okay that's yeah. yeah i mean like it does portray these as just being like like cannon fodder yeah but to be fair you being able to deploy these two from a, a, a secondary drone i mean this is a pretty ridiculous idea. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it works way better for me, honestly, when they're first introduced and they're launching them from trucks, right? 
mm-hmm. because then it's like, okay, sure. Right. But like, I mean, you know, I'm sorry to be too like logistic brained about this, but I am just like this sometimes where it's like, okay, so you have a drone with its own engine on a special mounted body with more engines carrying smaller drones with their own engines. How heavy did you say this thing was? Well, we don't have to account for a pilot, so clearly it's... Like... <laughs> okay, okay, that's that saves, you know, seven times, as we you're know, right. <laughs> as we know, planes only... As we know, the average jet fighter only weighs about 20 pounds. You know, I really didn't think about that. I <laughs> Egg on my face. <laughs> uh, how much does an actual jet weigh? Let's see. Since, since you brought it up, I'm looking up... Uh, the F-22 weighs 43,430 pounds. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's got a top speed of 1.5,000 miles per hour. Um, so it's got, it's got a decent, you know, thrust-to-weight ratio, but... Um... Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I... Here's one of my favorite things, like, the F-22's production compared to the F-35 went pretty smoothly... You know, it's the military. It didn't go perfectly smoothly, right? But it wasn't the disaster debacle the F-35 was. But here is the funny thing is they finished it and then they realized they didn't have a use for it because they're like, wait, this is exclusively air-to-air superiority, like ultra-stealth, ultra-fast, high firepower. Nobody else is fielding planes that we need this for. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I I will say, so... My knowledge of planes, as I mentioned, I play War Thunder, and that is mostly, you know, World War One and Two era planes. Uh, so I was like, I was like, huh, they're mostly made of wood. I decided to look up the weight of one of the things I like, which is the uh, Polikarpov I-185. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this thing only weighs, I mean, only weighs 5,851 pounds. Turns out when you have jet engines, you can just say fuck it to the weight. And oh, yeah. give these things oh, yeah. actual armor. Because uh, old planes are basically just a bunch of wood. Yeah, here's here's the secret of, of jet engine creation is it's basically Kerbal Space Program. Uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> I was getting reminded of, actually. As I'm like looking at this, I'm like, wow. Uh the the I-185, uh, you know, uh has a is it's a large plane. It's 25 feet uh long, uh 32 foot wingspan. Um but the the weight is fucking not very much compared to something like again the F twenty two, which is what I was using as a point of comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, still shocked though at the speeds you can reach on even these old planes because uh you can still go six hundred thirty kmh, which still feels pretty fast. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, obviously not breaking the sound barrier fast, but it's pretty fucking fast. Um, also can go pretty high, 11,000 meters or 36,000 feet. Uh, oh, right. This is the one that has the three 20 millimeter cannons. Okay. Uh, Okay. Without looking up, when do you think the first fighter jet saw service? Uh, I'm going to assume, oh, the first fighter jet, like, or now military service, military service in actual deployment, in actual deployment. Oh, is it going to be something, is it going to be like the 70s, 60s? Dylan? What? 1944. We were fucked. 
What? Oh. The Messerschmitt was in World War II, and people were like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> uh... Let's see, what is the Messerschmitt? I don't know. I Again, I don't know real-life vehicles. Uh... Let's see. Here, I'll link you real quick. Oh, the ME-262. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. This, this looks jank. Uh... Oh, it's, it's jank. It also was just fucking untouchable. They built 1,430 of these? Oh, because Czechoslovakia kept using it. Okay. After World War II. I see what happened. Okay. Germany literally retired it the next year, probably because uh, they were told, hey, well, this is after, you know, World War II, so. A lot, a lot of things happened in Germany after that. Uh, but, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, that's got to be scary, though. To in- hey, the World Wars were maybe kind of fucked, weren't they? They weren't I mean, great. There are a lot of reasons why they were fucked, but, like, even if you're just looking at it from a raw, like, look at the development of technology, it's just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, to be fair, World War One was already people... I mean, that's why it was supposed to be the war to end all wars, right? Is literally them going, oh, my God, we have created all these weapons of killing each other. And they did a really good job, and this sucks. Clearly, there will be no more. Wo- oh fuck! Yeah, basically the the um the the strategy for stopping these things was two things basically. One, hit them before they take off, because at the time it was like for for turbojets of the time, taking off and getting up to speed was rough, right? Also, they were really bad at slowing down. Um, and then the other was, hope there was a manufacturing defect. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, you know what? That's fair to expect, though, from uh, Nazi Germany in World War II uh, to expect defects in their equipment. Mm-hmm. And, Pe- people like, love going on about, uh, you know, I am just a World War II uh interested person and um i i don't support the nazis but they were so good at blah 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 no they weren't (laughs) uh they did a lot and there was a lot poorly done by them too Mm -hmm. that people need to understand uh the the the, the german stuff in world war ii was uh not the most quality control going on there yeah i mean you know designs being what they are you know certainly some some innovative stuff but, I'm fucked up by it being yeah. Kerbal. I'm fucked up by Jets just being Kerbal. <laughs> I remember mentioning it. Yeah. Jets are fun. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that covers uh, all of me and my barely any knowledge on Jets and Six being able to help me out with a lot more practical knowledge about this stuff and uh, some cool fictional ones that I like because I'm able to like Jets a lot more when they're fictional. Yeah, I'm still far from an expert, of course. Um, but, you know. I know, yeah, so, but you uh, know more than me. I was in the Air Force for a bit, so you know. Like I said, you know more than me. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Six, where can people find you and your work on the internet? Uh, well, you can find me on the internet at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can also find my work at scanlinemedia.com and patreon.com slash Skyline Media. Uh, Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. Uh, you can find 
what I do here. You're here. You're you're at what I do. This is what I do. Um, besides posting on Twitter and like, I'm, I guess I'm low poly robot on co-host too. These are the places I post. Uh, you know, I play games and stuff. I've I've been mostly away from doing stuff. I feel a little bad about that. It's like the weird brainworms of, oh no, I am not constantly creating content. But at the same time, it's like, eh, my work my work has started back up and is busy and, you know, just been away from the computer or i'm playing things that uh playing uh battletech as mentioned earlier which uh has resulted in a very funny thing where i load it up i play two missions and then i'm, I'm using a mod called bta which adds so much more beyond the scope of what harebrained schemes had put in the game not that i'm saying the game originally was bad like their game is a solid it's a pretty solid good game i think <clears throat> doing tactics um bta like adds so many new mechs and stuff here's the thing unity is all the problems that it has now are all unity related and they've all been exacerbated by me using this battletech advanced mod that adds a shit ton of weapons a shit ton of <laughs> they're all like based on you know lore stuff but they also try to like balance things they're all really cool it adds a lot of fun stuff um a lot of new mechs a lot of cool clan stuff etc uh the game starts running into, like, memory leak issues after, like, two missions, though. So I basically do two missions and the task after saving, and then have to reload it. Um, Real quick thing on Battletech. For so long, I'm always like, damn, I wish there were more mecha action games, uh, because I just don't like playing all these tactics games. Battletech is a universe that exists in such a way that I am the opposite. I, I played, I've played MechWarrior 3, 4, and 5. I, I didn't dislike any of them, but I've realized this particular setting with Battletech, I actually prefer the tactics games. Because, to be fair, Battletech, the tactics game, plays more like a war game versus, like, you know, your standard tactics game. And has a lot more nitty-gritty granularity. I, I like when I break into an enemy's structure, their ammo bin explodes, and I watch as the right torso and right arm explode, and... The, the, the center torso takes damage and stuff, and I get all the notifications. It just hits all the good parts of the brain. Anyway, that's my minor ramble about what I've been doing lately. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, Six, do you have a... Uh, uh, there are actually a couple of good sign-offs, mm -hmm. but uh, I can't think... Of, well, I'll let you do it, because you always do it. I mean, I'm going to keep it simple. Go dance with the angels. Peace.